We're back. Welcome to season two, episode one of the 8% Club, where four women of color start telling you about our journeys. This season is all about 1L. We went pre-law, now we're in 1L. This is Lex. I've been uh, doing orientation all of last week, Monday through Friday, week-long orientation, RIP me. Um, Faye, tell the people what you got going on. So, hey, y'all, this is me, Faye. I, too, am have been doing orientation I actually conclude my last day of orientation tomorrow um so yeah I'm just trying to get in the swing of things as well and network and balance life and reading but we'll talk about that more soon so that's pretty much going on in my life Sarah what's going on in your world I am having sustained in-person human interaction for the first time in a long time and realizing that the, it takes like an immense toll on like my emotions and my body now. Uh, but that's a conversation for later. Just yet another thing that we have to navigate during this crazy time. Miss Jackie, how are you? I'm really sick. So I just want to apologize for sounding down, but I wouldn't have missed this for the world. Um, I am a little bit delayed behind all of you guys. So I just started getting all my homework assignments for the first day of class this past week. Uh, So I've got another 15 days to go and I'm already buried in readings. So that's what I've got going on. Yeah, readings are like, I guess, the common theme of every episode from now until at least 2L. Let's talk about orientation first and like plans. Do you guys all already have like your orientation schedule and everything like Sarah and Jackie? I know Faye's like in the middle of hers. Did you guys do like anything interesting in orientation? Like something more than just like, this is this resource and this is where you find it. I'm like trying to pull up my um, schedule to see because I'll, I'll be honest, my orientation starts tomorrow, but I'm not prepared for it. Uh, well, while you're looking that up, Sara, I could talk a little bit about mine. So, like I said, ours conclude on Monday, but we started last Wednesday. And I'll say that we had a lot of mock classes. And actually, I have an exam tomorrow for our mock class. So that should be exciting. But I, I actually think I'm going to, you know, enjoy learning how to take an exam because that I have some anxiety about that. But I have been trying to get to know my class and there's ways that we've done it so far as of we have peer mentors that um, were assigned. We have two, two L's and one, well, one, three L that we all have as our peer mentor. And we went out, we hanged out, we got food. And then just last night we went to like a bar as a class and linked up and got to know each other. So I think for the most part, our class, well, at least my class, is taking the initiative to get to know each other outside of school, even though school may not have those regulated um, networking events, only because the rise of COVID is like increasing, especially in South Carolina. So just for, to eliminate the liability of the school, haha, learning about liabilities, what is going on with me? I'm brainwashed already. Um, but to eliminate or lessen the liability and the chance and the risk for under the school. They just want to, you know, eliminate all networking events under their name, just in case someone does catch COVID. It wasn't USC's fault, you know, but I love it so far. 
What about you, Sara? Like, what is your schedule going to be this week? Um, we have like a couple of class-ish things. I know we have like one pass-fail class situation, and I think it's supposed to be about economics of all things. Um, I'm not excited for it. My roommate and I have not done the assignment for it. Um, so our plans for tonight are to watch the video for that and then conclude our night with Legally Blonde the night before our orientation starts. So we're excited about that. Aside from that, it's really just a lot of like getting to know you things. I have just returned from a welcome barbecue. Um, it took place mostly outside and kind of in like an open indoor space, but there were like I'm going to guess like over 150 people there, which doesn't even, well, it does, it does scratch the surface of our class, but I think our class is probably like 400 people total, which I think is on like the larger end of law school classes maybe. And yeah, it was a little bit overwhelming to meet so many people for the first time in a while. And it was only three hours long, but it completely took me out. And I just woke up from a two hour nap. Dude, that sustained social interaction is like a blessing and a curse. And like our class is only like 170 people, so very small. And then we break up into four sections, but then our section is broken into subsections. So like most of our professors already know our names, which is nice. But at the same time, I feel like it's even more pressure to like get to know people personally. And like people tell me stuff and then I'm like talking to them again. I ask the same question because like it's just so much. And it's like a lot to be pushed into after this long period of like nothing but um our orientation we actually did two and a half hours of like an our actual legal writing class every single day which was a lot um I haven't sat in a two and a half hour class in a very very long time since high school and we did a lot I think I did for one class I did about like 150 ish pages of reading for one week which was a lot it was and we had like online exercises and like there's a lot of books that I had to buy that I didn't know I was going to have to buy, but like weren't in like the bookstore section or whatever, but also something that's strange. I don't know if you guys already have syllabi or not, but like we, everyone always told me like, all you'll do is read and your final is going to be like a hundred percent of your grade. And like, for me, that's not true. One of my classes, our final is only worth 65%, which I recognize is a lot, but like in the grand <laughs> scheme of law school things it really isn't and like we have like movie nights and stuff which is crazy but I guess it's like a benefit of like this small southern law school vibe I'm so jealous so some of us have been talking about like our friends and what we hear other people at other law schools uh, say about their orientation experiences and it sounds a lot like it's the time to sort of get to meet your classmates and familiar familiarize yourself obviously with the school before things go ahead um, oftentimes sounds like it's a week or maybe more than a few days. Um, our orientation is two days and it's virtual and it seems to just be back-to-back -back meetings about resources, which is great and we need that and amazing. But then the very next day we have in-person classes. Um, a lot of us, I think, are not super thrilled with the fact that it doesn't seem like we'll be able to interact before all of a sudden we're like dying in each other's arms. So um, I think it's cute. I think we've been making strong efforts to meet people. Um, not everybody has moved into Boston, but we have a pretty strongly used uh, Discord. So we've been doing a lot of dinners, happy hours and all that, which I think has been great. Um, not school organized in any way, <laughs> um, but it's been, I mean, it, what we've been doing, I think it's been good. So I guess we'll see what orientation has to offer. 
One thing I didn't know, like people always like, you're going to meet your people and like, you're going to be become friends really fast. And it's going to be like a thing. And like, that's so true. And it feels so weird because I was like, that's like bullshit. You know, like, I don't feel like it's going to happen like the first day, but like, it really did like groups kind of formed on like the first day of orientation. We had like, we had to get there like eight. And then we had from like eight to 10 to like, kind of like do like a little, like breakfast networking snackish situation where we'd like talk to other people networking is weird because like I think of it as like people in suits and I guess technically that day we were in suits but it just really felt like just like talking to you guys you know like super cash and my friend group is like the eight percent club manifested like we're all mostly women of color and it's just so fun and so exciting I love it so much and just so diverse like it's like we kind of all found each other and you know I guess that happens especially in those situations but it's very nice and it's kind of strange that everything happened so quickly but I guess you have like a lot of mutually shared experiences of pain like massive pro reading. I just had the strange realization that every person in my section that I met today and exchanged phone numbers with was a white person and they're like very sweet people and like I enjoyed getting to meet them and it makes me feel better knowing people in my section but it is kind of weird to realize that like oh I'm going to be outnumbered by like a lot yeah I'm definitely going to be outnumbered too it's kind of cool though so in our group meet I've been kind of like scanning and seeing what is my class profile like how diverse are we and I was like okay it's about eight of us that are black in this class okay I guess that's expected but we could do better when I hit orientation I saw black people coming out of the wazoo it's like there's more of us so I thought that was really cool also I'm not the only one in my section that's black but Going back to what Lex said about making friends and finding your group, I did find my group and it is very quick. Um, We are all diverse too. um, So it was really cool. We're not not all women, but um, I think that's even better because I know that we can bounce more ideas. I don't know about just gender in general. You have a perspective that I can't talk about or didn't even think about, but the real cool people and I look forward to like seeing where everything goes. I did network a lot with a lot of major- of the majority. And I think what's even cooler was seeing how many of them are fourth, fifth generation law students, let alone their parents went to, this, to, law, to the law school we're attending. But kind of like just comparing and sharing our experiences, um, I thought that was like the most enlightening and inspiring thing that I saw within my class. Have you guys felt like imposter syndrome? Like I expected to feel it and I didn't. And it like made me feel even weirder. Like I should be, but I'm glad that I didn't. See what else? Like how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I hit it the first day. Um, So we had our mock class. I briefed the case, read it and everything. I knew what I was doing, but it was the fact that the quick rattling off of hypotheticals that the teacher, the professor was giving out and someone quickly like responding. So for me, I was like, ooh, I didn't even think about that. And ooh, I don't even know like how they even came up with that answer. Like, when am I meant to be here? Um, But after talking to more people who felt like they too were feeling some type of way, I felt a little little more secure. However, I also have to tell myself and give myself a pep talk in the midst of class. Girl, 
you got into the school during the most competitive season, like the com most competitive cycle. You're like one out of five black people in this class right now. And you're a first generation law student. Okay, so I'm more than capable of being here and I'm worthy of being here. So then I started answering questions. I started asking questions, but for the first like 10 minutes, imposter syndrome. And I never thought I would have experienced it, but I did. I think that's in a way a benefit of the Socratic method though. Like I never thought I'd be out there vouching for it, but I guess we learned like thinking like a lawyer is like analyzing every single what if possible. It's like for someone with anxiety, I'm like, gang, gang, let's do this. Let's go through every worst possible case scenario. But it really is nice to hear different perspectives sometimes. Like also like, are there people that like make hypotheticals that are like super, like our professor literally was like, one of our professors is like, don't be that person. Like, let's not be the person that goes into like a 20 minute hypo about the third and like everyone's rolling their eyes. Like you feel like everyone's rolling their eyes at you. They are, and you should like tone that down, which is nice. I mean, and I guess it shows that professors notice too, like people that are like making good faith attempts and people that are like, trying to be gunners, I guess, would be the word that we're using. But overall, also, I think it depends on your professors, like how the Socratic method goes. We had like a meet and greet session with our professors and it was like super chill. Like it was very, very nice. Very, very like, they, they're they nice people. Like I guess in my head, I always, and that probably helped me not have like imposter syndrome too. Like that they would be like Elwoods, you know, like super mean, like super intense, like embarrass you. But they literally are like, if you try, I'll like help you. Like you could say the answer could be like purple rainbows and you could say like dark clouds. And I'll be like, well, I can see how you'd come up with that. And so having professors like that instead of professors that are like, you're an idiot. I think that helps too. I haven't met any of my professors yet, but the one person, per per professor uh, that I have had like some kind of interaction with was, um, well, it wasn't even an interaction. It was a one-way thing because it was an email. But um, he sent us the world's longest email, the longest email I have ever set eyes on. It took me like 30 minutes to read. It was it was the wackiest thing. And I like really appreciated that because it, in it, we could tell that like he had drafted this ahead of time and he had made edits to it before sending it to us. And he was so incredibly thoughtful about like every single hypothetical future situation in which like the Delta variant might like potentially screw up the semester for us. And to know that like our professor is so on top of it um, and is really committed to creating a learning environment where we're all just getting to know each other and supporting each other made me feel so much better. And the dude definitely has a personality because you can't write a 30 minute email without a personality. So I'm I'm really excited for property. I don't have property this semester, so I'm excited to like hear from you about how that class is. But also, yeah, what are you how guys we taking? I am taking torts, crim, civ pro, and contracts and legal. We have legal writing, and then we have a research class, and then we have a professional development class. So technically, I have seven classes every like. I'm registered for seven classes, which is she's a she's a full schedule. She's a big workload, but let's see. Oh my God. What does like, how long does your average day go from like what time? Honestly, to what time? one thing I'm really thankful about or my schedule, like my schedule is pretty good on Friday. I have one class. I start at 10, I'm done at 11, but Monday through Thursday, I'm there basically from nine to three with no breaks, except for an hour lunch. 
so it's still not terrible but like it's just like a lot of honestly it's more out of class work than anything Jackie what are you taking do you know yeah so I'm taking CivPro property torts and then a class called legal skills um which I think is sort of broad so I'm assuming it will cover some sort of legal writing situation but yeah that's what's up my first legal writing assignment is due on Friday like we're already in the thick of That's it. So but it's fine. Soon. It's fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's fine. Say, what classes are you taking this semester? Uh, girl, I'm taking contracts, criminal, um, like uh, reading, research, sorry, writing, introduction to the legal field, and I'm missing one more. Torts. So yeah, I, it's pretty chill I guess I heard my professors are pretty chill the gag is though I received my reading for torts about a week ago but I haven't heard and haven't received any reading from the rest of my professors what I think because I have a, a mutual friend who knows somebody who knows somebody anyway uh who's at Georgetown and she's a 1L and she didn't receive her readings till the day before so I think my professors are going to be the ones a part of the haze and drop the reading like tomorrow or Tuesday. So I'm prepared for the haze, but this is quite interesting. Everybody else received their readings except my section. One thing that I like is that at our school, like they sound email during orientation, like your professors are like required to like have your like all of your assignments up by Friday for classes on Monday. And so that's not like a ton of time, but like at least that way you're not like the section out or whatever. Cause honestly, we're all great on the same curve. So it doesn't necessarily seem fair that one section would be the section, you know, that has like the last minute thing, especially if that affects like the jobs you get and the grades you get and everything else. Um, let's all take a second to predict what our best class is gonna be. Sara. I've heard a lot of fun, not fun things necessarily, but like a lot of good things about my torts professor um, and that a lot of people found it to be like really easy to digest because of the way that she teaches. And so I think that by virtue of having that professor, I might do well in that class, but I really don't know. Like, I don't understand the like substantive material of my torts class versus my property class versus my crim class. I have like general vague ideas um, and just based off of that, I can't really predict what I'm going to be best at, but I'm just going to go ahead and say torts for now. Yeah, that's a really hard question to answer. Um, if I were going off the same logic, I've heard absolutely fantastic things about my um, Civ Pro professor. She's also an advisor of Apalsa, so that is quite exciting. Um, that's something I've tried to get involved with. They've done a lot of like preschool, um, pre-orientation like meet and greets, get to know people, info sort of session. So that's been great anyways, but I digress. Um, I think in terms of what's gonna be the most interesting and therefore maybe will be the one I do the best at is legal skills because I've heard that it's um, very purposefully interactive and collaborative. Um, so I think it just might be the most engaging, but who really knows? Crazy enough, I also think torts might be my best subject. Um, we did our mock class in criminal procedure, and it was cool and all. I'm familiar with the crim criminal law field due to my experience, 
but it's not, I'm not engaged as much as I thought I would be. However, when I just did my torts reading, I was reading and going through it like water. Um, however, like still had to take notes, it's still rigorous, it's definitely a haze y'all, but I enjoyed the reading um, a lot more with torts. So I'm pretty sure that would be um, one of my best classes. Honorary mention is legal writing and research because I love research because I'm nosy and I like to pull out the facts and write. So close second. <laughs> I think that CRIM is going to be my best class. I don't know if I'm right, but I kind of feel it. Like for me, those are the readings because I went ahead and did like all my readings for next week and CRIM was like by far like most engaging, the easiest to comprehend, the most like interesting to me. But that's for someone who would like is strongly considering like criminal law or government work in some capacity. Um, how do we feel about the Delta variant? Like, do we think that's going to put everything on halt? Are we going to be back at Zoom University? I know we were required, first we were required to be vaccinated with like a promise of like fully normal things. And then we're still not like social distancing, but we do have to start wearing masks on Monday. Um, and I don't know if like from there, it's gonna be like, okay, things don't get better. We're gonna do hybrid or what, but what do you guys? Well, in general, the state I am in tends to be a little bit more like trigger happy about going into lockdowns and stuff. So I do think that if things get serious, I will potentially be going back online, which is the only reason I got a desk set up to begin with. I wasn't planning on studying in my room at all in the beginning, but now that I know that things might be hitting the fan a little bit, I'm actually really glad to have a dedicated study space in my apartment. So it's interesting. We are, like I said, a state school. And let's say, for example, there's no cases on the law school side, but there is a case for the undergrad side. From what I'm told, we cannot do anything more than the un undergrad institution, but we can do anything less. So if the undergrad institution goes on lockdown, so do we, even though we didn't have many cases from my understanding. So <laughs> with that being said, because they're undergrad students, no shade out there for all our undergrad students and listeners, but y'all know y'all selves. Um, I'm most likely thinking we're gonna go on lockdown because of the because of just how reckless we are. The first day we got into orientation, our dean stressed how serious and how um, dedicated he is to all of us wearing masks. And when I say we all strapped up and wore that mask, we all strapped up and wore that mask, even though we didn't have to. So I'm very proud of our class, but I can't control what the undergrad students are going to do. So y'all know I like to study in the school. I do not have a desk dedicated to my studying at home. I probably still won't because the LSAT, my studying for the LSAT, I was best at a, ta a dinner table. So I'm still going to keep my dinner table set up, um, but I'm prepared for the worst, unfortunately. The fact that our future is in the hand of undergrads. <laughs> not optimistic <laughs> especially freshmen because like you know they're just trying to like especially freshmen that have been in quarantine for almost two years like they're ready to be outside all the way not even just in the summer but in the fall and in the winter and there's like football season coming up and everything and like plenty of opportunity for like super spreader events even for people that are like vaccinated so 
I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, our school is doing all the stuff too. Um, required vaccinations, masks, um, testing once a week if you're on campus. Um, I also, like you guys, I'm not very hopeful. Um, I have learned and I know better than to say that these things could never happen because I remember when we were all going to go back to normal in two weeks and now it's been two years. Uh, <laughs> so I know better than to think it's not a possibility, but um, I surely would hope we wouldn't go back into lockdown because Zoom University sounds like a bad time. As far as planning goes, Faye, I'm interested in what you did because week one, I barely touched my paper planner. I did all digital. Everything was on my phone because I thought you're just going and going and going. And it's so nice to have like on your phone or your laptop or wherever you are. So I'm interested in know like, did your paper planner like get the love that it normally gets? Or are you like more on the go situation too? Yeah, it's kind of hurting my heart that the fact that my paper planner doesn't get much love, but my digital planner has been neglected fully actually um, on my end. Because it's orientation, I'm a person who needs set routine and I know the orientation is not going to be set so I didn't really bother they gave us a schedule we walked around I followed the crowd whatever but now that we're getting to start our set routine I am time blocking um for my you know actual routine so I'll see that on my phone but I had to change up my planner my my paper one, instead of having like classes and meetings and stuff like that, because that's nine times out of 10 standard is not going to change much. Um, I'm not going to be that busy. I have to change around what to do list and readings. And so that's what I mainly do. Um, I'll look at that more, as well as keeping up with paying my rent, subscriptions, and just planning for like the, like the future like if I know I'm going out of town and I see that I'm about to go out of town two weeks I literally have to prepare like two weeks before so I see that so um that's so far what's going on um but I can't see how all of my planners can get neglected because we're just constantly going and going 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 I feel you on the orientation I think so many people said that this week they're like I don't even know how to like approach this week because I'm trying to get into a routine, but our orientation schedule is so different than our class schedule that it kind of feels like it's in vain to try and like figure everything out right now. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't. And it's just the fact of like trying to keep that balance. Like I, I will say this during orientation, I love he forgot to eat one time. And me too, me too maybe two or three days only because I'm so excited but I also am anxious and I also just like there's not enough time to cook right now there's not enough time for anything I went to Trader Joe's and got like exclusively freezer things don't come for me I really don't care um because I just don't have the time like I really don't I understand what people say when it feels like you have more assignments and there is time in the day like there's just so much stuff and I feel like and even if you're ahead in something it feels like you're behind when you're sitting down doing nothing you could be doing something and like Saturday my boyfriend came over I did no law school stuff whatsoever I didn't think about law school which is nice but Sunday I woke up and I was like let's go Let's hit the ground running for another week where it's just like back, 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 back. Like you get home, you have like 10 minutes to eat. And then it's like, I should be reading. And that's a lot. Like that's a lot to come to terms with, but this is basically how it's going to be at least until I get better at like reading cases and hopefully it goes faster. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Um, I got Quimby. Very excited about that. 
well. <laughs> and a little pro tip. Also, I also got the blue book online, which I like much better because you can just like, it's like command F for the whole book. So if you're one out, recommend that. Also recommend getting Quimby and going in half with someone else for it because it'll let you do that. That way um, you can get like the premium plan, but pay like less than you'd be paying for the regular one. So that's another pro tip so far for me. For those who are thinking like myself, I will most likely be working out in the evenings and going to the library in, in the mornings and studying early in the morning. I realized I have to use my time very wisely so I'm not up late at night. I realized that I, when I come home, I'm, I don't want to open up a book um, and I don't want to be up 10 or 11 o'clock at night studying. That's just me personally. If I'm gonna be up, I'd rather have been up taking a shower after coming from my Zumba class, not studying for torts. So what I'm sacrificing is a little bit of, I guess, sleeping in for me to go and study early in the morning and then after class going straight to do whatever I wanna do. So if that works for you, cool. I think I'm gonna try that and let y'all know how it goes. Yeah, I, you have to be, there is enough time in the day to do the things that you want to do, but you have to be so intentional and careful with like every single minute of your day, if you want that to be the case. Like there is no like, let's be on TikTok for 20 minutes. Let's like mull around and like work out when you want to. Like, you can, I don't feel like it's enough to be like, I'm going to work out today. You have to be like, I'm going to work out today at 7.30 a.m. or 7.30 p.m. Like it has to be like, like a well-oiled machine. And if you're not, you'll be behind. Like, I just feel that's how it's going to be. And I said this in my stories on my live. I'll say it again. If you are going to law school and you don't like to read, rethink a lot of things. Because you're going to be reading from the time you start until basically, like, your whole practice is going to be reading in some way or the other, too. Like, I, I've always heard people, like, I went to law school and I hated reading. I hated law school. Like, I bet you did. Like, that's all, <laughs> that's all that I do. So I think that's something to consider. And also, I think it's funny that we always tell people apply early, apply early, apply early, apply early. And I met someone at orientation who applied. Here I am applying the first day. They applied the very last day. And I was just like, another thing, all the advice they were giving me was purely anecdotal. Like everyone's got their own jam going on. And I don't know, just be mindful of that. Like, we can give you the best advice that we think we can give you. And there's someone that's probably a living contradiction of every single thing that I'm saying right now. So keep that in mind as well. There's always a lot of gray area. I have a question for you, Lex. I really just have a question for everybody. Number one, how is your family doing with adapting to a new location for a majority of us? Um, and like realizing that you're not even close to their location. Like, how are they adapting? That's the first question I have. Um, honestly, pretty well, better than I could have anticipated. I miss them. They miss me. But they have been so like accepting and like, you go do you. Like, you do your thing. You take care of your business. And we're going to be here. Like, when you call me, I'm going to be here. But if you can't call me. I understand that too. And I'm very, very thankful for that. Um, my mom is coming up on Labor Day weekend. I'm so excited. And she's like, I know you can't. And my mom's literally like, I know you can't. I can't even have all of your Saturday. But like, if you could clear off your morning so like we can go shopping and like go out to eat and like do some fun things together, I'd appreciate that. And I was like, 
you got it, girl. I'm down. Like I need groceries, <laughs> all the things. So, um, but yeah, overall pretty good. And I honestly, that's something I talk to my parents probably at least once a day. Um, but it isn't like an undergrad. Like I've called my mom three or four or five, six times a day, talk for 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And now it's like a five minute FaceTime call with both of them together. I'm like, hi, I'm alive. I'm okay. I'm doing well. Love you guys. Talk to you tomorrow for the same thing. So what about you? So yeah, my family is pretty good. My brother texts me randomly when he misses me. I knew he wasn't that hard. I knew he was a softy. But uh, my mom, <laughs> I think she's a little different. She texts me when she hasn't heard from me in like some hours. Not because she thinks that, you know, I'm ignoring her. It's for the fear, like the mere fact of making sure I'm okay. Um, so yeah, that's one thing. And my father, it makes his day when I call him like a, at least once a week, he will be on cloud nine for the rest of like the week. So that's something we definitely have to do. And y'all know my grandma, she's literally me. Well, I'm literally her. And so I realized I have to give her a whole day. Like this is our day to talk. Um, and it's great. So we're just kind of factoring in. I realized I have to, like I said, going back to eating, I have to make sure I'm cooking. So the best way I can assure I'm cooking and making sure I talk to them is I pair that pair those two things together. Um, so yeah, I talk to them when I'm either eating, eating breakfast or eating dinner. So yeah. I miss my family a lot, a lot more than I was expecting to. Um, but I've also been kind of swept up in my new life here, which I know that like the thing, the dynamics are going to shift a little bit once school actually starts since I'm here just kind of like hanging out, living my best life right now. Um, but I think my family is kind of used to it because I um, left for Japan for four years in college and they were pretty good about that. I mean, it was a difficult adjustment, but overall we made it work. And now I'm only like an hour time zone away. So things are going comparatively well. I talked to my grandma in Japan for the first time in a while, and that was nice. I am scared about school and how it's going to change things. Honestly, I was just kind of like chilling, vibing, living my life until like I started talking to you guys and you guys are like in the thick of it. So I'm scared. I'm way more scared than I was before this call and I start tomorrow. So don't be scared. Like, it's just, <laughs> I say that, don't be scared for real. Like, and for anyone listening to this, don't be scared because it, it's truly what you want to do. Like, you'll feel realigned. Like, you'll take, I guess, like pleasure in your purpose in the sense that you'll know that this is all going to be worth it at the end of the day. And honestly, I think a lot of the readings that I've done, a lot of the work I've done, it's tedious, it's meticulous, but it's interesting and it's engaging. And I know that it's important. It's nice that after you've wanted to be an attorney for so many years, you're actually working on like what it's like to do a motion for summary judgment or file a complaint or whatever. Like it's really cool stuff. And it's cool to like start expanding your vocabulary to have like these terms and know what they mean and feel like you're on your way to like helping people or make a difference or do whatever you do. And I like take solace in that. But it is a lot. I think it helps to like find your people so that you can like supper together for lack of better words but I don't know it's not terrible I'm ex like I'm so I'm excited for this week I'm excited for classes I'm excited to learn but it's just like 
like whoever said that one all year is like drinking water from a fire hose. That is truly like the best analogy ever, but like you still need the water, you know? Faye, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, this is crazy. Um, that's like in the most humbling, exciting way. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm over here touching paper in these big books that I've prayed so hard to be here to even read and touch. Like, I can't believe I'm meeting all these individuals. I can't wait. Y'all, I'm going to show you on my Instagram story, but our auditorium, courtroom, whatever, it is so motivating. And it's like, I can't believe I'm here. Um, so despite all the haze, I keep saying that because it is. Um, despite all of that, this is truly like an amazing amazing time in our lives, as well as we're in different locations. So I love Columbia, y'all, and y'all will hear me talk more about it. I'm like, Sarah, I've been living my best life, like living my best life. So, but it's worth it. You guys shouldn't be worried. But this leads me to my next question. But Jackie was about to say something. Go ahead, sis. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Um, I just wanted to make a point about the whole family thing is I realize now I'm in sort of the opposite situation of all of you guys. Um, I've moved home, which my parents are absolutely thrilled about. And by home, I mean in the same state, not their home. Uh, <laughs> so I'm still sane. Um, just kidding. I love my parents. God bless you guys. Um, anyways, I obviously have not started school, so I can't speak to the dynamic when all the work actually sets in. Obviously, things are, you know, easy in terms of being able to see them, being able to talk to them. Um, something that I do wonder is if they're actually even going to expect more by way of me being here. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I struggle with this in my head because they are very supportive and I know that they have that same attitude that Lex was talking about, about like, do you, and we'll be here and all that. But I, I do have a little bit of like fear of disappointing them. Right. Or like not being able to like do more because I'm regionally closer than I could when I was farther, but doing less. So I don't know. Jury's out on that one. I guess we can, we can touch back at a later date circle back to see if our parents still love us or if they've even talked to us in, you know, three months. We'll see. Faye, what was your next question? So I get this question a lot and I am not in the position to answer it from my followers, but what is it, has, what has it been for you and your significant other? It's a hot topic, a lot of people ask, but since your boyfriend is not in the legal field, how has like, it been so far and it's only oriented the best thing ever and I think it's because I truly believe and like anytime I like brag about my boyfriend to this extent he'll do like something to piss me off but the thing is my boyfriend's like the things he does are like very small so it's like most people are like girl what are you talking about but that's not the point the point is that like my boyfriend is my best friend he I've supported him through his whole entire athletic career he's in, supported me athletic like academics from your athletics to him and so once again, he's like one of those people's like handle your business and like, I will be here. I'll cook you dinner. I will do your laundry. This morning, he mopped my floors. We had a terrible storm that like decimated my patio, cleaned up my entire patio. We'll do, spend the whole day with me yesterday. 
doing absolutely nothing legally related. And it's the best thing ever that I can have something that truly just was like a total escape from something that is great, but also so demanding and so much. And so like I give it a 10 out of 10. And one of my very good friends um, in law school, she is engaged to um, a guy that I feel like is similar to my boyfriend in a lot of ways. And she spent the Saturday, her Saturday, just like me. And she's like, it was just like the refreshment I needed, I guess, after such like a long, ridiculously intense week. So 10 out of 10, no complaints. Um, I don't know, happy. That makes me happy to hear that. That's perfect. <laughs> How are you and Cedric doing? Like, I'm sure he's super excited for you and like telling you all the things to be aware of and coaching you to being the perfect one <laughs> personally Cedric is a big uh he's very protective I think that's what I've seen the most out of this again I agree this is great I think it works best for us to have some distance so I can do what I need to do um but a very protective individual <laughs> as well as he's coach mode we went out to dinner and he literally flipped my phone over because this is our time but when I got home, immediately get to studying, get to immediately get to recording, I'm sorry, immediately getting to uh, studying and getting to reading and briefing. So he understands me and knows that I need that kind of like encouragement. It is a little different um, how he is a 3L and I'm a 1L. So he laughs at my pain um, and thinks it's just funny. So there's that, but I look forward to being in his position. The scary part is he, because he's a three year, he's preparing to apply for the bar and deciding where he's gonna take the bar, um, where he's gonna go kind of has to play, it it affects me. Um, So let's say, well, you guys can take this out or whatever, but this is girl talk, right? So you gotta offer not only in Charlotte, but also in Augusta, Um, doing criminal law, doing, the DA's office in Charlotte, but also working private practice in Augusta. Totally two different salaries, right? Okay. He's from Augusta though. And, you know, I swear that I'm not coming back to Georgia, but I may have to, like, I may be going back to Georgia, which is hard for me to bite my tongue and eat my words. (laughs) That's a pride thing for me, but he kind of has to make this decision within the next few months. And so based off of what he decides to do, if he does go back to Augusta, and of course I see myself marrying this man, I also will have to be applying to places in that area. And so it's kind of weird to see that the eyes are not only on him, but the eyes are also on me. Um, And so right now that's what we're trying to like dealing with. And I never thought adulting in this way would ever come but we're here making long-term decisions and it's only the first week. It's not even first week is orientation. So that's that. Stay tuned. Let's see where he lands, i.e. where I land. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) Is he leaning one way or the other? Like the Charlotte DA's office is like pretty badass. He is leaning more one way more than the other. And I think he's going to do criminal defense in Augusta because he in the end he wanted to go back home he wanted to represent and be a face for his community but also he wants to learn how to build his own practice 
So he will be working with his mentor who has his own practice. So just that hands-on experience, he'll be an hour away from me. Um, he'll be making more money. And, and so it, it just overall, I think he, that's what he's leaning towards. He's a big family man, so he'll be closer to home too. So I think that's what's going to happen, y'all. So we'll see though, we, we don't know yet. Also, this is completely unrelated, but I filled out my application for the North Carolina State Bar and it was like such a full circle moment. Like what the heck is really going on that we're gonna be a lawyer in a couple years? Also, I have more paper cuts. I've ever had in my freaking life. My hands are just covered with paper cuts. My boyfriend, bless him, bought me working hands, which is like what he uses because he does like a lot of manual labor and a lot of like working out and stuff for like to make your hands not be like nasty. Um, but I just have a lot of really deep paper cuts and they hurt. So that's another thing I didn't expect about 1L that's happening to me currently. Also, I don't see myself using my locker. I said that. And a long, like a couple episodes back, and I still think it's true. Like, I don't, I don't know. Faye, are you gonna use lockers? Everyone else using lockers? Probably because I want to keep my books at the school. Um, so that helps reinforce the fact that I gotta get up early. I have to go to the school. Therefore, I gotta get them things at my locker. Um, so that's only because how I'm about to do law school, but if you're not going to do it like that, I don't see how anybody uses lockers, um, or what's the purpose of using them. So it's free. So I'm gonna use them. Well, technically it's not free because it's tuition paid, but it's free. So I'm gonna use it. This is another thing we can like circle back to later, but for the two of you, now that you're like kind of doing your readings, taking your um, orientation classes. How have your um, originally intended note-taking methods been working out so far? Not at all. Not at oh, all. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. I um, said a lot of things, made a lot of bold assumptions, got my ass humbled in the most serious way. I try to do it my way. My way was going to be like, this is me, little Lex in my idyllic world. <laughs> so naive. Lex a week ago. Oh, she was so full of life. So full of love. So full of all these things. I still am, but I am a lot more um, slammed. I told my boyfriend, I was like, you know what this week really felt like? This is exactly what I told him. I said, this week it felt like, you know, people were like, oh, wow, I hit a wall. Or like, oh, wow, it feels like someone like punched me in the gut. I was like, it feels like someone took like a cinder block. From like, you know how like elementary schools just have like cinder blocks, like cinder block walls. I said, I feel like somebody took one of those, reared back as hard as they could and like smacked me in the face with it, where I was just like turning around and around and around and around and around. And now I'm adjusting. Um, and what I've realized is what I think is important for just law school and the practice of law in general is that you have to be flexible because there really is no right or wrong answer. It always depends. For me now at this point, it depends on the classes. It depends on if these are my reading notes or my class notes. It depends on so many different factors that I just don't, I don't have like, I'm taking my notes specifically this way and only this way because um, that was an ignorant assumption for me to make that I could treat everything the same and that it would work and it just wouldn't. And like at this point, I'm taking my reading notes for the most part, um, I'll like put up my book stand and like type notes as I read. And then in class, I still take handwritten notes. And then I hope to put everything into a Google doc and start outlining at the end of every week. That's one thing that I'm like still 
hard for, but um, everything else has really changed. I guess it changed for Faye too. Yeah, I came up to these two L's and three L's and said, so I'm going to read and do all my readings on a weekend. They laughed at me. I said, that's rude. But then I found out, no, that was stupid. Um, yeah, every what I'm realizing is your readings build upon each other. So if I'm reading a week in advance or how far I wanted to read for me personally, it wouldn't have been too helpful um, because it's like, I, if I don't understand A and I'm already read up to D, what I thought I understood from A to D, and then once I go to class and talk about A, has it completely changed my mind. Um, so I, I'm now having to read at max two days in advance, um, but no more than that. Um, my read, like my note taking style, is still handwritten notes, and I think that's the best thing ever in my opinion for me for me I do have the page split in half one half is my reading notes that I did and then the other half is the lecture notes that I will in like incorporate over the lecture uh, and I am going to do the outlining early starting Labor Day weekend so um, yeah that's about it but I tried book briefing and I like it but then it's like it's hard for me I have to I have to brief like I have to breathe so I understand what I'm reading. Um, so yeah, and just incorporating, looking up words in Quimby and then writing down the notes, like it takes several, several minutes to do, but that's about it. I'm still trying to figure it out. And Crim Law, yeah. I already have to start making charts. I'm like, where do they do that at? But yeah, I'm making charts. Yeah, whoever said like it's just you read and you go to class and then you take the final, that's not really how I'm feeling. Like, I feel like I was lied to on that. Um, I also thought like I'd read like really far in advance. But, like Faye said, everything builds on the top of each other. So if I don't know like the basics of like how a complaint and an answer work, how can I know about motions that I'm going to file? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to go ahead. So I'm not doing that either because. Honestly, it's just too much. And I have a question for everyone because you all have your book list, I assume. Did anyone else have to get Mastering the Blue Book? Nope. You got it, Faye? Is that the blue book with the spiral? Yeah, but we have like, wait. Yeah, I got it. I got it too, but it wasn't required. I have. I have like the plain online, like actual blue so, book. Like, Is I that not the, the same as the blue book? No. And then I have this book about mastering this book. Oh, uh, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> I've always heard people say like, oh, we had to do citation exercises and they suck when they do. Um, so like we have to like also like legal citation in general gives me a headache. The biggest headache of them all. I'm not a fan and I, I understand that. I expect yeah, I did too. a journalism perspective. I knew this was going to probably be pure hell for you, but yeah, because like I did AP style is what I grew up with, well, not grew up with, what I trained in, in journalism. And like, I didn't love AP style, but it was a lot easier than like string sites and pin sites and embedded citation clauses and like where to put brackets and everything else. So it's just like tedious. Like, it's not a lot of fun. That's like the, the least fun thing that I've been doing are these like interactive citation things where it's just a lot. But overall, Everything else is kind of okay. 
But also if he was talking about Quimby and like what I've started doing, it's like, I'll watch the Quimby video before I read my case. So I kind of understand where we're going because it doesn't make sense. Like, like at first I was like, I'm going to read the case first because like I can prove to myself, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this video first. So I know where I'm going. And then I brief myself and then I double check my brief with like a Quimby or Alexis brief. And that's like what's been jamming for me lately, but we'll see. I've been told to take Quimby with a grain of salt, but pretty much only for um, con law. Like, apparently it's golden for everything else, but I don't know if it's just my school where, like, it doesn't work for con law, but I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet with con law, but the people that did really well in my school, the section, like, before us, every single one of them used Quimby and swear by it, as well as E&Es and Emmanuel. So I know we're going to talk about that later. I don't even know what the hell that is. I got the books just because it was important, I guess. But <laughs> I haven't opened yeah. them. Yeah. Someone told me, like, your professor, like, if your professor really likes to supplement, like, an E&E sense for examples and explanations, I think, they'll, like, recommend it. And I can say that definitely did happen for me. So I was like, okay, if the professor is telling me, like, you need to get this to help you learn and, like, do well on the exams, it's like, okay, you're giving me the answer to the test here, like, let me get this book. But also books add up. Like even like we had to get like a lot of little books after we got our big case books. And I was like, I should have budgeted like an extra probably like 300 to $350 for like all these like different programs and things that we need on top of books, which is like eye-opening to me. Yeah, one of the scariest moments in the past few weeks was when, so not all my textbook lists came out at the same time. Uh, and when the first one came out, it was like, you know, obviously the case book and then like six other books. And in that moment, I was like, if all of my classes are going to be like this, like, I'm not going to be able to fit all these textbooks in my apartment. Um, thankfully, it didn't happen that way. But then now I'm also thinking like, all right, I got the case books for all the other classes. What other supplements and other like recommended things? And, oh, you might want to look at this kinds of things are coming like within the first few weeks. So we may still not fit everything in this apartment, but definitely had to buy another bookshelf because I could not fit everything and I was like this is crazy like these are a lot of books a lot of expensive books I didn't really ask for but our school has like a first gen library like you can donate your books to after so that's one good thing like there's a part of me one time that's like I'm gonna keep all these books as like a heavy paperweight or like a fancy little decoration but I'm not I'm just gonna donate them because I think that I'll be so tired of them that I just will be over it okay Faye do you know how many like I know it's traditional like sometimes you do like one memo or like however many do you like know what your assignments are for your legal writing class like what you've got going on no <laughs> um I know we have them for a year um I know we're writing for one for the semester and we have an oral argument the second semester I don't know necessarily what we're going to be writing about and how many writings we're doing. I can only go based off of what I've known and heard from other students, but it's crazy. Nobody really talks too much about writing because that's one of the grades that's kind of guaranteed if you do it right. So no. I know that um, every all the writing should be done way before finals even start or like before you even start studying for the finals. So I don't know exactly what we're going to be writing about, if it's a memo or a complaint or whatever. I have no idea. 
I can't wait until we're like a month in, all of us to see like, what's the haps, what's the tea, how's it going? But I feel like this has been a good first episode, a little update to kind of dip our toes back into podcasting and into well and everything that that means. I hope that this episode didn't scare anyone. I'm sure that if you're starting law school or like you've already been, because I know some people started before I did and we started fairly early. So you could just probably like say, yep, all that's true. And like everything that everyone told me was true and not true at the same time. So we're glad to be adding to that um, library of advice. Um, Thank you guys for listening to episode one of season two of the 8% Club. If you have any special requests for episodes or what you would like to see, you can leave us a comment on our Instagram post. You can send us a DM on the 8% Club personally or like our personal Instagrams. we are not recording a podcast every week anymore. That's something that I can say that we set up before. Well, now that was a genius idea because I just can't imagine having always the time to do this um, like every single week. But we will be trying to supplement that with Instagram Lives. I don't think I've missed anything. But if I have, you guys feel free to throw that in there. Thank you for listening. And we will see you in a couple of weeks.